Welcome back to our Friday episode of American Graffiti, one song at a time. Wait, I I hope it's Friday. Yes, maybe, probably. Yes. Cool. Starting over. (laughs) Welcome back to the Friday episode. Our first week is done here on American Graffiti, one song at a time. And we're closing it out with our most modern to the movie song yet. Today, we have three DJs on the line to talk about Runaway. I am Tierney Steele, and with me are Doris and Rachel. Hi. Doris, how are you liking being a podcast host so far? Uh, well, (laughs) I like it fine. Still need some time to get used to it, though. I was going to say, no pressure as you're on the air with the (laughs) other hosts. Well, since I've only ever guessed it so far, yeah, it's going to take a little time getting used to being on the other side of it. And say, I think I you're uh, doing a fine job. Yeah, we're here. We made it. We made we it to made the cruising it. scene. We made it to Friday night and now we can go cruise it. We cruise right into Friday. Before we take off in our cars, I did want to give a quick shout out to the podcast that brought us together, the Indiana Jones Minute. Yes. yes. Without which I would not know of your two wonderful ladies' existence. (laughs) We were all guests on that show and in their listeners' group on Facebook. It is the Gateway Podcast. Yes. (laughs) It really is. Yeah, hopefully we will be hearing those hosts as guests later on in this season. (laughs) Because, yes, starting next week, we will have guests, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all ages, all you fine folks (laughs) at home. Trying to cover all bases. (laughs) After this week, we will split up into our DJ shifts and talk to guests about all the different songs in this movie, what they thought of the film, and then we'll reconvene later this summer. But we've got one last night out here driving around. I get to cruise in the Edsel. I claim that car. (laughs) (laughs) I like the Edsel. I really love Toad's slightly awkward turn onto yes. the street. <laughs> I feel like when I was learning to drive, I definitely did oh, that a few yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Especially in a car that big, like the boat car. Yeah. The first thing that really stood out to me was the House of Fabric sign. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't write down all the stores because they're passing a whole yeah. bunch of stores. I didn't write them all down, but the House of Fabrics, I was like, Joanne, is it you? <laughs> and just the concept of cruising. It always, one of the town's near where we live always has a summertime car like classic car show and cruise and they will literally cruise i mean like this they will just go 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 all up and down the main street so it's like hey (laughs) i've seen that happen before and exchanges at the traffic lights yeah i love them passing things between the cars like trying to get closer has some stories he would go, he he was quite the, uh, <laughs> tr- no, I wouldn't say like troublemaker, but he had some adventures when he was growing up. He would tell stories about how they would go car surfing, where they Aww. literally would like go in the cars, uh, you know, kind of, you know, go out and about cruising and you would have to, you know, go, you'd be in the car and you'd climb out and then climb over to the other car that your buddies were driving in. And they would play, 
I want to say, which I I'll have to I'll have to hit him up for some stories for future episodes. But I think they would play chase in cars or tag. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll have to clarify and get some more car stories from him. <laughs> yeah, I definitely remember watching the movie Teen Wolf. I know there's some. TV series thing, whatever. No, I'm talking Teen Wolf, OG. <laughs> Basketball playing, the Michael whole nine yards. And they do the car surf, they do the surfing where they get up on top of the car and pretend to surf. And I literally, like, that scene came on and my dad just turned to me and went, no. <laughs> Don't do this at home. Because he knew we would try it <laughs> if he didn't explicitly forbid it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> The other thing with the between cars is the conversations between cars may be a little less dramatic than passing a person in between. <laughs> but there was a big innovation for filmmaking in this in that Lucas set up a camera mount in the middle and he just put a camera on both sides so that he could film both sides of the conversation in the same pass and save some time. <laughs> Yeah. Because time was, it was money. all filmed so fast. Yeah. yeah. And this was a film that came in on time and at budget. Like, it didn't really go over by much. Like, I mean, they, they shot yeah. it over, what, like three weeks? Uh, 28 days. So four weeks. And yeah, but like it's 700,000 yeah. bucks. Yeah. It was... Oh, shoot. I don't remember who referred to it this way. Can I get my notes? Because it was... Someone involved in the production. Was it Lucas himself? Because they called it guerrilla filmmaking. Oh, oh. This is the filmmaking that my friends and I, who wanted to be directors in the late 90s, wanted to oh, do. Oh, yeah. Where you're doing it fast and dirty. You're not supposed to be, you know, you're trying not to <laughs> get caught filming where you're not supposed to. Um. Oh, Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus compared it to, he called it guerrilla filmmaking. And they were saying it made him think of the earliest movies where, like, they wouldn't even get permission to film. They would just film until they got chased away, basically. <laughs> I mean, they, they were kind of chased away, right? They had to switch um, towns. Yeah. I, so I think this is San Rafael. Yeah. And they, they were actually going for Modesto, I think. Or was it something else? Well, it was based on Modesto. Or Do they you... say it's Modesto. Um, it filmed mostly in Petaluma. Yeah, Petaluma. So they got the contract to film in San Rafael. Exactly. They did the first night. It went disastrously. Oh, it was yeah. a mess. They finished up. And then that day, during the day, San Rafael canceled their contract. And were like, we cannot deal with another, you know, 27 nights of this. And so Petaluma was, sure, come on down. This is great. And so they said they did go back for one day to do long shots of cruising. So I think that is referring to the scene. Oh. I think anytime you see like the whole street with these cars going down, that's the San Rafael stuff. So it's either like the first night or that one other night that they went up. And then all the like closer stuff is somewhere else because the town was just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't doing this every night. <laughs> I mean, we see the shenanigans on the street in this minute. We see the cruising, which, again, totally alien to me as a concept. <laughs> Autobahn's not known for cruising. No, and also inner cities are not known for cruising, as said. And as a teenager, you're not allowed to drive anyway. That's true. What I find interesting is the police cars kind of either sitting on the side of the road or kind of gently flowing into the stream of the cars. Mm. 
because they know that people are up to something, at least later in, in the night. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one's doing anything wrong. Yes. So they're just <laughs> there to check on that. What would they have checked for? What do you think? Drugs? Drinking? I mean, I know they crack down on racing. Yeah. Because so, we're going to see some people come to a stoplight and... There's this guy you know, who's looking for the you. And... The challenge. Yeah. So if there was any racing at the stoplights, they would put the kibosh on that. If people were passing between cars, perhaps that yeah, would earn them a talking to. <laughs> yeah, in my hometown and the town... So my hometown was not quite a city, but large compared to... I think we bordered six... T- no, must be only five. Um, but they were tiny. These tiny little rich towns with the most bored police officers in the world. <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, the worst they were going to do was tell you to go home. But, like, they knew your name. (laughs) They remind me of this because they knew where teenagers went. They would always, like, there were a couple, like, makeout spots. And, like, you would just drive by and there was a cop, like, parked in the middle of it. Like, (laughs) nope, not tonight. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We know you don't need to be at the Duck Pond at 11 p.m. Thank you. (laughs) Go home. But... Yeah, I do like the cop cars just flowing in and out of the traffic. Like, like they're cruising too almost. <laughs> it kills me. I love Terry's face after the kid says, what a waste of machinery. And he's just like, you. Yeah, like, he's thinking bad words too. He inherited that from Lori. <laughs> but I feel so bad because in the script it describes, he's thinking, why is this still happening to me in my cool yeah. car? It's because everyone knows who you are and they know it's not your car. He should have driven to the next town over to cruise. Yeah. (laughs) But it's really, it is, I I think it ties into why none of us identify with the blonde and the T-board of like, you do, you think like, oh, I've got the cool car and now I will be cool. And it's like, Uh -uh. oh, no, I won't. You won't be cool (laughs) as long as the same people are there with you. You are still you. You are just you in an Impala. (laughs) And then he gets mooned. I know. (laughs) <laughs> by girls so bad. yeah in volkswagen beetles <laughs> yeah the beetles are back <laughs> yes i mean this is the second time in 30 seconds minute yeah. that we see naked butts i know i was just thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking that i was like oh man he's probably reliving that panting experience he just <laughs> and all i could think of is tina from bob's burgers going butts butts butts, butts. <laughs> <laughs> Very immature. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> also, those those girls in, in, in the car that do it to him, um, they seem older. Yeah. Maybe like college. I wonder because we're, we're shortly going to see John pick up a group of girls that go to like the local college. Kurt has mentioned City College. So I wonder if that is a big thing for like the local. In ours, it was the community college, Norwalk Community College. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wonder if like still for college kids, this is part of the culture. Like cruising on a Friday night with your friends. That that makes sense. Oh, yeah. To me. yeah, but that they uh, kind of think of m- m- Mooning Toad. I mean, he's he's so much younger than they are. Mm. How do they even know he exists? <laughs> I wonder too. I wonder if they were just going to moon the next person they pulled up alongside. Probably. That feels a lot more realistic. <laughs> I thought that initially too. Like, okay, how do they know? That, you know who Toad is, and that like he's the one you. <laughs> Would moon, you know, because he's yeah. like the. But then it's like, yeah, 
if they're college age, maybe they're just like, okay, I dare, you know, next person we see. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I was never the mooner, but you got to be prepped. You can't just moon with no warning. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sequence of things that need to yeah. happen. <laughs> and I mean, being college age, you know, maybe the mooner was a little bit inebriated and was just like, hey. <laughs> and I just love his... <laughs> His face when, you know, he's like, oh, God, you know. <laughs> probably the last yes. thing he's expecting to see on a cruise <laughs> down G Street. And women, too, you know, and a woman, too. I was like, oh. <laughs> I just started thinking about freshman year of college, and there was a lot of mooning. <laughs> like, probably the most in any one year of my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> because... Like, there are no, we were on campus, so it felt like there are no grown-ups around. There, there's no one to yell at you for mooning your friends. And so it was just constant. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was the, after that was the summer, I was a counselor, and it was our first day off, and we were all swimming. And I, I learned the hard way that if you're wearing a string bikini and it comes off, your friends will not just hand it back to you. Uh, you are going to earn it back. <laughs> Um, and then my nickname was Flash for the rest of that summer. So, oh. yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, and then I went back to school and it was like, oh, we're all grown up now and mooning is no longer a thing. You either um, take that with your head held high and you're the cool girl ever after. Yeah. Or this, you're, you're going to be dead. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I know, probably, it was a group of, like, five of us that were friends, and they just called me Flash the whole summer. And I was like, yeah, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) The Flash. Come on. You're a superhero. Yeah. I know. Why didn't we, why wasn't that something that was on my radar at that point? (laughs) I could have really worked that. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, this this car full of college kids, it's making a lot more sense to me. <laughs> but yeah, his faces, his his reactions to these. Yeah. He's so mad and he has no outlet for that anger at Why all. Why is this still happening to me? Uh, <laughs> I'm cool now. Yeah, I know. Can't you tell? <laughs> you just get a feel for him because he's trying so hard. And this last two minutes have been like the most humiliating of his life, probably. <laughs> He's the one on the emotional roller coaster, the highest highs and the lowest lows. (laughs) So, what does the song tell us in this minute? I was going to say, all to the soundtrack of Del Shannon's Runaway. (laughs) (laughs) I had to say it like, I I don't know that I can say it without that little away. (laughs) My little runaway. I had this song in my head for the longest time after... It was a synthesizer. I'm so glad this is a Friday episode so it can be stuck in our heads all weekend. And it will be stuck in our heads all weekend. (laughs) I guess for the longest time, this was my favorite song of of the soundtrack. Hmm. I don't know why, though. I couldn't explain it. It's a great song. It's uh, 1961. It was an absolute hit. I think my favorite trivia that I found about it was that a 1962 instrumental cover by Lawrence Welk also charted. (laughs) Okay. And I need to look that up. (laughs) Then I got to go down a really fun rabbit hole about electric keyboards Mm. because... Again, having talked about Close Encounters of the Third Kind a lot. Oh, yeah, true. When I see that something is the forerunner to the Moog synthesizer, I now know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, this 
song was basically designed to show off Max Crook, who was the keyboards player's Musatron, <laughs> a hev- his own invention. It was a heavily he was the hot router of keyboards, <laughs> as far as I can tell from this description. Well, that, that fits like a love, right? A a clavoline based electric keyboard. C L A V I O L I N E. They were they were forerunners to analog synthesizers. So before there were synthesizers, before the British invasion, and where were you in '62? <laughs> Not born we yet. Had, <laughs> and we had this Musatron by by Max Crook um, of Del Shannon. Yeah, apparently they had recorded it as Little Runaway, and it didn't have that big breakdown. And so they added that, and that's when it that version became a hit. And I can see why. Yeah. I mean, still to this day, I connect that song because it probably was the first time I heard it in the movie. I still connect it to driving. Yeah. It instantly makes me feel like sitting in a car and driving really fast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, do you have a driving song? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Not really. Yeah, I can't really think of a specific driving song I have. It's so funny, though, Doris, the way you said that, where you're like, I just instantly think of driving. I was like, oh, yeah, I know I know what you mean. Mm. Well, and driving fast, although the cars in, in, in that scene aren't driving fast. But then I usually listen to um, to music when I'm driving. I usually don't listen to music when I'm around the house or something. So um, when I'm driving, I'm usually on the autobahn, so... Yeah, we're going fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. I have to be really careful because I am definitely one of those people who associates. <sighs> How do I want to phrase this? When the song is fast, I go oh, yeah. fast. It has been a problem in yeah. the past. <laughs> I know that. And it's like, what were you thinking? And I'm like, I wasn't. I was just going at the speed that the song seemed to call for. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just feel it's like... With everything, you know, with the pandemic going on, it's like I kind of blank because I'm like, I haven't really driven, yeah. driven in a long time. So I'm I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> kind of switch from listening to like audiobooks or podcasts and music. I'm kind of in between. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Well, I haven't been that stuck at home like other people have because I still need to go to school. Mm, okay, yeah. We had in-class teaching up until um, Christmas break. Wow. But, um, yeah. I do have a modern day musical suggestion. I don't know if we want to make this a thing or if we just want to do it as because this is the only one I can think of. But there is a song. It came up on my Spotify. Totally random. I would never have heard this called My Church. It's by Marin Morris. Hmm. M-A-R-E-N-M-O-R-R-I-S. And it's all about how driving, listening to music is her church, is her spirituality. Uh, And I love it. So. I just, I was something that came to mind given our discussion today. Modern day cruising. There you go. <laughs> Anything else for this segment? Mm-hmm. I'm good. All right. Well, I just want to thank our listeners for sticking with us through this first week. I get the nervous, excited feeling when I start a new podcast. So it's very good to talk to you guys. First of all, it's nice to talk to it people. Is. It is. Yeah. People who don't want to talk to me about Play-Doh especially. <laughs> it's nice to talk to other grown-ups about a movie that we love. Darn it. I was just going to talk about Play-Doh. Aww. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Sorry. going to have to save it. <laughs> Tierney, what, what kind of Play-Doh do you recommend? 
the the free knockoff brand that I was given in a birthday party goodie bag. Ooh, wow, <laughs> seems to be a winner so far. <laughs> The, the, yeah. the kids in the movie do not have those problems. No. Not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> although, I, although I did love in um in the screen test that they did, it was a group screen test and it was Richard Dreyfuss, Ron Howard, Paul Lamott. First of all, Paul Lamott's hair was out of control. <laughs> Sideburns and mustache everywhere. Wow. It's fantastic. If you can find a picture, I highly recommend it. But also... Ron Howard has sideburns, (laughs) which is delightful, and acne, and it's just the most perfect older teenage boy you've ever seen. And then we're reminded that it was shot in the 70s. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) There's so much hair. But yes, I highly recommend that. And there is one, like, because they were basically told to improv. Like, they knew their characters, but they hadn't memorized lines or anything yet. And so Kurt is saying, like, Steve, if you stay, uh, Lori within a year is going to be, and he starts miming pregnant. And so I'm making fun of him for that. So. Oh, that is amazing. And then, of course, the joke is that Toad doesn't get what he's saying. <laughs> like, wait, what? What will she be in a year? And he's like, please don't make me say this about my sister. <laughs> he's probably right, but it still is mean. Yeah. Yes. That's a really good uh, outlook to keep in mind as we move forward. <laughs> a lot of things in this movie are very mean doesn't mean they're not accurate to the time. (laughs) All right, well, the show will return on Monday with our first guest. Uh, And until then, the DJs are signing off. Yeah. So have a nice weekend, everyone. Drive carefully. He's really fast, isn't he?